0: Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how Christians can grow through joblessness. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and one of those storms that we are facing right now on an unprecedented scale is unemployment. Millions of Americans are sitting at home. For all of us, work has changed dramatically. But for many, it's stopped entirely. And we're praying that when this crisis is over, we'll return to some state of normalcy. That's why uh, companies are furloughing so many with the expectation to bring employees back. But we also know that, realistically, there will be likely fewer jobs in June and July and August than there were in January. And that leaves many families to grapple with the uncertainty of all of this, the anxiety of financial strain and the temptations that come with being idle. You know, nothing will make that easy. Many will question God. Why has he allowed this to happen? Others uh, will question themselves. Who are we? What is Our purpose, what does our future look like? You know, we know what James wrote, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. In theory, maybe we know that. I imagine uh, there's a few of you who can quote that verse from memory. But when we find ourselves in the middle of those various trials, it's not so easy to see how that testing will produce anything but sadness and pain and worry. But even through the storm of joblessness, the Bible promises that there is an opportunity to bear fruit right now. Even in this time when so many are out of work, it can teach us some valuable biblical lessons about what work really means. Uh, First, this time at home can open our eyes to the value of all work. They say absence makes the heart grow fonder. And maybe when all of this is over, we won't view work like something we do begrudgingly, but something we can enjoy. Work was one of the very first gifts that God gave to us. We read in Genesis 2.15 that the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. You know, Working in the Garden was a gift from God. Now, When Adam sinned, the work he needed to do became hard, which explains why work can be a bore or a source of frustration today. But remember, that's not the way things should be. Sin has caused the process of working to be difficult, but work itself is a good thing. It's what God gave us when he created us. In many ways, I think these stay-at-home orders illustrate that for us. Everyone uh, likes a day off once in a while, but that day turned into weeks and now months, and we get tired of rest after a while. Both work and rest are necessary. Both were given by God. He gave Adam and Eve work to do in the garden, and he gave his people the Sabbath so that they could rest just like he did when he created the world. When rest and work get thrown out of balance, we feel it, and I pray when we get through this storm, we'll remember that. But even right now, before we can go back to our normal work, even if you are unemployed, there is work to do right now. And this moment can open our eyes to the value of that work that is done often without a paycheck. The coronavirus has not canceled parenting. In fact, it's kicked it up a notch. Uh, it hasn't canceled loving our neighbors and, and helping them. It hasn't canceled all volunteering. It hasn't canceled the work the church was designed to do. If you are lacking paid work, Remember what Paul promises us in Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. There is something meaningful for you to do right now. The second lesson the Bible can teach us through a season of joblessness is where our identity lies or where it should lie. You know, when this is over, Uh, when we're allowed to go and and talk face to face with strangers again, ask them to describe themselves. Or maybe the the quarantine equivalent of that is to go and look at at their bio on social media. I'd guess eight out of eight or ten times out of ten, they'll start describing themselves with their name and their job. Hi, I'm Brandon and I'm a preacher. And to be fair, Most Americans spend more time at work than anything else, more time than on their hobbies, more time than with the church, and more time than with their families. And again, on a theoretical level, we know that there are things that are more important than our job. And certainly, our faith should be more important than what's going on at work, and our family should be more important than what's going on at work. But it's very hard to keep that perspective when so many of our waking hours are spent working. Well, in a season of unemployment, there is an opportunity to reevaluate and to turn to the Bible for what our identity should really look like. Where does our sense of self-worth come from? Is it primarily from achievement at our job? That's why people will be asking right now when facing unemployment, what is my value or what is my purpose? It's because for so many of us, that is tied so closely to our work. But I challenge you to read through how Paul describes his identity in Ephesians 1. You know, uh, there are people who will say when you ask them to make plans, Lord willing, from James chapter 4, right? Now, we know the point of that passage isn't that we should say Lord willing every time we make a plan, but that we should recognize the frailty of our plans and even our lives. But when people say that, they're, they're consciously reminding us and themselves of that truth. What if when people asked us who we are, instead of saying, hi, I'm Brandon, and I'm a preacher. Instead, I trained myself to answer like Paul did in Ephesians 1. And I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, hi, I'm Paul, and I am blessed. I'm chosen. I'm made holy and blameless, adopted. I am redeemed. You know, just like people who say, Lord willing, every time they make plans, people might look at you a little strange if you answered, who are you like that? But our sense... Of value and identity should not be solely found in our work. It should be rooted in the fact that we are made in the image of God and that he loved us so much that he sent his son, Jesus, to die for us. Finally, this season of high unemployment can teach us all to trust in the provision of God. God is the great provider. Every good and every perfect gift comes from him. And normally, we depend on work to make us feel secure. It pays the bills, gives us a sense of purpose, it sets our our routine. But in times like these, we realize we were never actually that secure to begin with. God wants us to depend on him rather than a job. He wants us to look to him for all we need. Our temptation is to always go searching for our own security. But Jesus, within just a, a few sentences, laid out the foolishness in that. He said, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Since I have no room to store my crops. And so he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and I will build greater. And there I will store all my crops and all my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, This night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? You know, true security is not found in stable work. It's found in being rich toward God. He is always the provider. And a time of unemployment can open our eyes to that truth. Now, all of that's nice to know. And I think it's encouraging to see how God can help us grow through these storms. But the reality is that this is a tough time for a lot of people and a lot of families. James says that we should count it all joy when we face various trials, but that's easier said than done. Now is the time to lean on God, to lean on his church. Seek out people who value and help you with the work you're doing right now, whether you get a paycheck for it or not. People who welcome and love you, not because of how much money you have in the bank or what kind of job you have, but because you are a fellow believer in Jesus, because you are loved by God, and because you share in the rich inheritance of eternal life. And people who point you towards and pray for God's perfect provision for you. Use this uncomfortable season to escape an idolatrous relationship with work, and let's put our faith wholly in God together. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And again, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to continue talking about how Christians should respond to the coronavirus pandemic. So I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you about that next time.